Welcome back to the Series 7 podcast. Today we are going to share a quiz with you that corresponds with an audio lesson from the full series of audio lessons for the Series 7 Top-Off Study Guide audio lessons for the new Series 7 exam. The full series of audio lessons that correspond to these quizzes is available at series7podcast.com. That's series with the number 7podcast.com. This quiz consists of questions which are answered in Lesson 40 of the Series 7 Top-Off Study Guide, audio lessons for the new Series 7 exam. This is a quiz on credit default swaps, auction rate securities, and structured products. Question 1. Which of the following are derivative type products? And select all that apply. A. Auction rate securities. B. Credit default swaps. C. Exchange traded notes. And D. Market index linked CDs. And the answers are A. Auction rate securities. And B. Credit default swaps. Question 2. The reason you would buy a credit default swap, if you are a speculator, is you expect the credit worthiness of the company to blank. A. Go up. B. Go down. C. Be constant. D. Be the same as the leading index on the market. And the answer is B. Go down. Question 3. Credit default swaps are traded blank. A. On floors. B. On the primary market. C. On the secondary market. Or D. Over the counter. And the answer is D. Over the counter. Question 4. There is no limit to the number of credit default swaps that can be written on any specific position. A. True. B. False. And the answer is A. True. Question 5. It is a credit default swap used as a hedge vehicle for a position. A. A covered CDS. B. An index CDS. C. A married CDS. Or D. A naked CDS. And CDS stands for credit default swaps or credit default swap. And the answer is A, a covered CDS. Question 6. It is a credit default swap for bonds that you speculate on but do not own. A, a covered CDS. B, an index CDS. C, a married CDS. Or D, a naked CDS. And the answer is D, a naked CDS. Question 7. How much would you pay for a credit default swap of $50,000 worth of bonds that has a spread of 25 basis points? A, $125. B, $200. C, $2,000. Or D, $12,500? And the answer is A, $125, which is calculated by taking $50,000 and multiplying it by 
25 basis points, or 0.0025. Question 8. In a Dutch auction, a person actually puts back the bond to the issuer. A. True. B. False. And the answer is B. False. Question 9. It is the lowest rate where there are enough purchasers willing to buy all the auctionable securities in a Dutch auction. A, the auction rate. B, the clearing rate. C, the interest rate. Or D, the market rate. And the answer is B, the clearing rate. Question 10. In a Dutch auction, the clearing rate is reset blank. A, every seven days. B, every 28 days. C, every 35 days. Or D, based on whatever is set in the offering circular or the official statement. And the answer is D. It is based on whatever is set in the offering circular or official statement. Question 11. In a Dutch auction, bids higher than the clearing rate will be able to buy the bonds A. True, B. False. And the answer is B. False. Question 12. Which of the following happens in the case of a failed auction and select all that apply? A. There are so many people putting back their bonds, but so few people buying them. B. There is no interest that develops in the market. C. People could not get out of their positions. And D. People hold on to their auction rate securities at the minimum yield that was put in the bond covenant. And the answers are A, B, and C. A. There are so many people putting back their bonds, but so few people are buying them. B. There is not enough interest that develops in the market, and C, people could not get out of their positions. Question 13. Which of the following are the risks in auction rate securities? Select all that apply. A, the counterparty risk. B, a credit risk. C, a marketability risk. And D, a suitability risk. And the answers are B, a credit risk. C, a marketability risk and D, a suitability risk. Question 14. Which of the following is true in a market-indexed-linked CD? Select all that apply. A. These are CDs with a yield equivalent to a portion of an index. B. If the market goes up, you will participate equally on how much the upside of the market is. C. If the market goes down, you are guaranteed that your principal will not fall below par. And D. If the bank issuing the CD goes bankrupt and the CD is not federally insured, you will not get your principal back. And the answers are A, C, and D. A being these are CDs with a yield equivalent to a portion of an index. C, if the market goes down, you are guaranteed that your principal will not fall below your par. 
And D, if the bank issuing the CD goes bankrupt and the CD is not federally insured, you will not get back your principal. And answer C would apply only if it is federally insured as well. And C was, if the market goes down, you are guaranteed that your principal will not fall below par. Uh, and you should put a caveat there that as long as it's federally insured. Question 15. If you don't hold onto a market index linked CD until maturity, you're entitled to participate in its upside as long as the CD is FDIC insured. A true, B false. And the answer is B false. Question 16. Which of the following are risks in a market index linked CD? Select all that apply. A. Counterparty risk. B. Credit risk. C. Market risk. And D. Principal risk. And the answer is all of them. A counterparty risk, a credit risk, a market risk, and a principal risk. They are all risks in a market index linked CD. Question 17. In a market index linked CD, you can only lose principal if the institution issuing the CD goes bankrupt. A. True. B. False. And the answer is B. False. Question 18. Which of the following are risks in an exchange-traded note? Select all that apply. A. The counterparty risk. B. The liquidity risk. C. The market risk. And D. The principal risk. And the answers are A. The counterparty risk. C. The market risk and D, the principal risk. Question 19. Which of the following is true about exchange-traded notes and market index-linked CDs? A, exchange-traded notes are taxed at capital gains, while market index-linked CDs are taxed at interest income rates. B, exchange-traded notes are taxed at interest income rates, while market index-linked CDs are taxed at capital gains rates. C. Both exchange-traded notes and market index-linked CDs are taxed at capital gains rates. Or D. Both exchange-traded notes and market index-linked CDs are taxed at interest income tax rates. And the answer is A. Exchange-traded notes are taxed at capital gains rates while market index-linked CDs are taxed at interest income tax rates. Final question, question 20. Which of the following is true in a reverse convertible note? Select all that apply. A. If the stock goes up, you would participate in the upside of the stock. B. As long as the stock is trading above the knock-in price, you would get the high interest that was paid on the reverse convertible note. C, if the stock goes down, you are guaranteed to get out at par. Or D, if the financial institution issuing the note goes bankrupt, you'll be a creditor of that financial institution. Again, select all that apply, and the answer is B, 
As long as the stock is trading above the knock-in price, you would get the high interest that was paid on the reverse convertible note. And D, if the financial institution issuing the note goes bankrupt, you will be a creditor of that financial institution. Thank you for listening. I hope you did well. If you need to review this topic, please re-listen to the lesson from the full series of audio lessons, which is available at series7podcast.com. And that's series with the number 7podcast.com. All quizzes and content are copyrighted by Franz Amason. All rights are reserved. No duplication may take place without the express written permission of Franz Amason. Best of luck in your studies.